Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to try a shutdown ritual at the end of your workday. So, confession time here. I've spent much of my career running my own business, and even when I had an in-the-office job, I was freelancing on the side. So my workday has never been officially done. A home office facilitates this. I can always go back in. Even when I became a parent and had to pick up a kid at daycare or send a sitter home, I'd often jump back on after kid bedtime. And I'll do some work on weekends as well, if there's an opportunity to do so. The result is that I would really never turn off my laptop. And this worked fine until it didn't. At some point this past summer, my trusty MacBook Pro just burned out. The folks at the Apple Store were able to fix it, but I learned my lesson. Now, at least a few days per week, I officially close out of everything and shut it down. Now, I'm not saying that happens at 5 p.m., but it does happen at least an hour before I go to bed. This experience has gotten me interested in the idea of shutdown rituals in general. I think they're a great idea. People who are interested in productivity will at least think about the start of their workdays and what they'd like to accomplish. But the end of the workday can be all over the map. And even if you do intend to do a little more work at night after your kids go to bed or after you go to your softball practice, a proper shutdown ritual can set you up for a great evening and a great next day. So what should it include? Well, first, it should start quite a while before you actually intend to leave. An hour or so before quitting time, revisit the day's to-do list. What absolutely needs to happen before tomorrow? You can either buckle down and get it done, or if you work at night sometimes, you can consciously decide to block it in from, say, 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. But in any case, you need to make a choice and a plan. If something is not going to happen, just be honest about it. And whether it should get pushed to tomorrow or, here's a thought, whether it actually needs to get done at all. If there's anyone you need to speak to, now would be a good time. If you leave these conversations until the last possible minute, they will just delay your trip out the door. About 20 minutes before quitting time, you can save any work or send off anything that's supposed to go in. Then you can spend a few minutes reflecting on the day. What went well? How can you capitalize on that? What needs to change? How can you make that happen? Are you happy with how you spent your time, or would you like to rework your schedule? Then, spend a few minutes planning what needs to happen tomorrow. Look at your calendar so you're familiar with the day's landscape. When do you have appointments? How long will each take? Do you need to do anything more to prepare for these? What other priorities do you have for the day? List your top three or four to five at most. How long will each of these things take? Put an estimate next to each. Now, look at the next day's schedule and see where you can fit these things in. Taking a few minutes to do this allows you to make strategic choices. For instance, if you have some work that's going to take an hour and you have a meeting at 9.30 a.m., you might decide to be in your desk and working by 8.30 so you can get it done. This means you don't have to find an hour-long slot later, which might become more difficult as stuff comes up. Map out the day and be sure to leave plenty of open space. Knowing the plan means when you show up tomorrow, 
you won't waste valuable time and mental energy deciding what to do. And yes, schedules can change. Of course they can change. But they also might not change. So best to have a plan. Then, finally, think about your evening. What would make your evening feel good? If you and your family have plans, that's great. If not, set an intention. Maybe to call a friend, lift weights in your basement, cook that slightly more elaborate dinner you've been thinking about, or read 50 pages in the novel you just picked up. When we think through our personal time, it starts to seem bigger in our mental accounting, which is good for reminding us that we don't actually spend all our time working, even if it sometimes feels like it. Then you can grab your things and walk out the door, feeling good about your day. And you can do the same thing from a home office too. Even if you'll be going back in, you can shut the door and consciously consider yourself off the clock for a while. If nothing else, your laptop will thank you. Do you have a shutdown ritual? Please let me know at Before Breakfast Podcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.